This is Man Child Movie Night. sandwich with the bacon on it. Mm -hmm. It come with that in okay. the box. Okay. And it was good. And everybody liked it so much they went to Well then they packaged it into that and called it the smoky honey mustard. Okay. And they rebranded Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm-hmm. It's too good to Well you know they got now they're telling you they're selling the big big containers of it. Yeah. They're telling you that because people are going to Sam's oh, and yeah. getting the getting the chicken. Yeah. And then coming back and I guess asking for the little Little packets because they'll give them to you. Yeah. And yeah. they say, well, we'll see you a big one. Right, right. <coughs> have you had them chicken nuggets? <coughs> I, I got some in there. Pretty, they're pretty the straight. The ones that Sean gave me. <laughs> Jenna, and them, Jenna and Milo didn't like them. But they're good. I, well, I, they got that pickle, that pickle kind of batter flavor. It's got a little more pickle flavor, I think. Than Chick fil A. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's got it. a little bit more batter than Chick fil A, too. Yeah. So, I'm not, Chick fil A I'm not does, a, that. does a buttermilk batter. That's how they, they get to stick the way they do. They, they, of course, they marinate their chicken in that pickle juice. And I don't know they don't put some dill in there. Or maybe they're just in, milk, in the not butter. buttermilk. But, see, we did, that's how it was at George's. It was a buttermilk. No, we did we did a water water wash between your between your uh, two layers. Because uh, you got double breaded, you know. But Chick-fil-A, I think, does a buttermilk, buttermilk base. Whatever they do. It's good. You've yeah. got it figured out. Yeah. And the it's the Lord's chicken. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Jana says that stuff all the time. It's the Lord's chicken. This is I can't even remember. Uh, somebody was saying something about it. They feel like they need to take their shoes off every time they step inside. Yeah. Walking on holy ground. <laughs> One of the tables in there, under the underside of it, has got a Bible verse on it, or something. Did something. Every time they build a build a new build a store, uh -huh. they paint. They they write Bible verses on the walls before they paint them. Then they paint over the Bible verse, but all the walls have Bible verses all over them. So the building is the Bible, kind of sorta. Of. They just, then they paint over it, but it's still there. You can't mm -hmm. see it, but the words, they've got the words built in. They've got the Bible built into the, built into the right. building. Right. And then the, they do something under one of the tables, put something, a tag or something about a Bible verse or something. The owner does it. I can't remember. They told about it when they built that one, the people of the new one. Yeah. But yeah, they go through and write Bible verses on drywall. Yeah. And then paint it. Yeah. So it's that's cool. Got the words of God in the walls. Do we want to use this as the intro to this movie? We can, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it needs a little bit of Jesus in it. That it does. It's got the Bible in it. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Vengeance's mind, saith the Lord. Welcome to Man Child Movie Night. <laughs> as always, I'm Matt with the trusty old 
buddies. Yeah. Well, only one of them's old. Uh, Sean. <laughs> so that's true. And Dusty. There you go. Can't, find, can't hide facts. <laughs> hey, you can't help when you were born. I was born in a good year. <laughs> 76. Bicentennial, baby. Yeah. Rocky. That was a good year. Good year for music, too. Speaking of music, we've got a great movie. It's not a music movie, but I I think a lot of this guy's stuff uh, revolves around what music he puts into a movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? And Tarantino. Our first, first Tarantino, Tarantino movie. movie. We've been talking about doing a Tarantino movie for a long time now. Cause, yeah. Oh, by the way, we had our three-year anniversary uh, just recently. Three years of doing this. I think, this. Dusty, you brought up that this is the 25th anniversary of this movie. It's close to it. Yeah, it's it's close, close to the to 25th. This fall, I think, yep. will be. Uh, October? Yeah. October. Yeah. It's getting close to the 25th. They're already, they're already doing 25th year anniversary o- show. October 14th. Yeah. Oh, so it came out the that. same day as the Shawshank Redemption. Really? 1994. I wouldn't mind seeing the... If they replay it around here, oh so yeah, close going to yeah. see it. it no, you, it's one of the movies you probably. It'd be cool to go see it like a drive-in, drive-in theater. <laughs> yeah, if they would really show it up at IU, oh, you can go yeah, see dude. it up there. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. But yeah, he he always picks like a lot of. He's very particular on the songs he picks, and he always a lot of times he wants it on record copies of it. You know, stuff yes. that he has. Physical. He has a. Of say what you want to about the dude. I mean, back crap crazy. I mean, yeah, and I don't know. They've been getting the same time. They've been getting a lot of the. uh, He's getting a lot of flack with the Me Too thing, not, not that he did anything like that, but like the whole putting Uma Thurman in danger on Kill Bill or whatever. I don't say what you will, whatever. Yada yada yada. He did, you know, in Glorious Bastards. He's the one that. Yeah, he's the one that chokes her the hands that you see oh, choke yeah. the girl's throat that's him he specifically wanted now i know that's not this movie but you know he does have some weird weird yeah. stuff going on in his head i think but but he he's there's a method to his madness oh yeah he's yeah. very very methodical yeah so do you believe that all of his movies are in the same universe kind yes. of concept i do too i, agree I think that. i think he's said that yeah because well because John Travolta's character in this movie is Vincent Vega. Mr. Blonde in Reservoir Dogs is Vic Vega. Yeah. Brothers. He has come out and said that they are brothers. Right. Right. He changed it. I think it was going to be Vic Vega in this movie because he originally wrote the part for Michael Madsen, the guy that played. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, Mr. Blonde. Sure. The other one. So uh, he changed it to. I'm assuming he probably changed it to the name to Vincent Vega and made him a brother. And because that single-handedly, this movie single-handedly ch- saved John Travolta's career. Yes, he was. Oh, he was yeah. done before this. It movie gave us out. one of the best meme gifts we could ever have, which is John Travolta just walking around with his hands up, looking like, <laughs> and then he gets edited into everything. <laughs> I love, I love that gift. <laughs> like, where am I? At? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I think. I think Bruce Willis is, was kind of petering out around this point too because he'd already done Die Hard. He'd done the first two, but he, you know, it was kind of. Well, was, when was Die Hard? Eighty. Uh, Eighty nine. It's, it's been an IMDb moment. <laughs> yeah. 
I was gonna say we probably you know we can do actors too if y'all want, but yeah, well, like he has a you talk, we talk about the music, but he has he has certain he writes a, when he sits down and writes a part. I've watched a lot of interviews with the guy. When he sits down and writes a part, he has somebody in mind. Yep. Like the Jules character, written specifically for Samuel L. Jackson. Right. That character was written for Michael uh, Madsen, but uh, changed to... Uh, Die Hard was 88. 88. Okay. Uh, I don't know when the second Die Hard was. 2 was 90. 90. And then Die Hard 3 was 95, so... So that was right after this. Yeah. And Die Hard with a Vengeance, which one is that? Is that That's 3. 3? Yeah. Okay. I but, thought so. Like, uh, and Sam, And that the one Sam Jackson was in with him. Yes, and there's a reference in this and in that as well. I'm sure y'all made a note on that. Oh, no, I didn't. There, do you want me to go and say it? So a lot of the notes I have made are just my own thoughts. I've got a lot of good movie details from this one, but that that's one where he, you know, he's riding in the car and he's listening to that. Let me get it for you. He's listening to that song and it says, just sitting here smoke. Uh, what's the song is uh, Flowers, oh, Flowers on the Wall. Yeah. yeah, by the Statler Brothers. Yep, and he's, it says smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. And, and then Die Hard with a Vengeance, Samuel asked him what he's been up to. He said, just smoking cigarettes and listening to Captain Kangaroo, or watching Captain Kangaroo. So it's uh, he made a reference. In, and then, now, that was 95, you said, right? So it was only yeah. a year later. Yeah. But he made a reference with their own characters back in the, another movie. So, And... I guess I've always thought that Die Hard was, Die Hard 3, or Vengeance, whatever, was pretty much Samuel Jackson's coming out deal. I yeah. Mean, that's when he, but I, I forgot that yeah. he was big in this before that. And this, set, I would say this set his career off. He had, no, well, no, time, 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 time to kill. kill time to kill would say, yeah, yeah. 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 I agree with that. My uh, guy I went to college with, his dad was a uh, golf pro mm-hmm. down in Jackson area, mm-hmm. Madison. And they were filming Time to Kill down that way. Oh, really? He actually gave or played golf with Samuel Jackson. Wow. Gave him golf lessons and stuff. And and he and Samuel Jackson was doing an interview on Tonight Show mm-hmm. and mentioned him by name. Wow. On the Tonight Show. That's cool. Yeah. They got that recorded somewhere. Uh, probably <laughs> better. <laughs> so you, Samuel is one of those ones that any movie he's in, there's going to be a quotable line. Yeah. Hey, time yeah. to kill. Snakes my blame. <laughs> And well, most of them have a certain word in it. <laughs> he has coined that word. I was like a time to kill. Yeah, I'm, what does he say? I'm glad I killed him. I'm glad of that. I hope they burn it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's got that voice, man. His <clears throat> old man, old man had them old man glasses. Old man ain't gonna struggle. <laughs> but well, what I was saying, he he writes. Uh, he sees certain people in in the parts. Yeah. And he sees the scenes played out already in his head, and then he sees or he hears the music. And a lot of times, I think what he said is that he can make a whole. Well, just take this movie for example. Change the song in the twist competition. Mm-hmm. It's not the same scene. Yeah, and he said that somebody. I think Uma Uma Thurman talked and said she didn't think it fit. And he's like, it's gonna be perfect, you yeah. know. It's it's he knows, you know. Now, uh, Bruce Willis' career was still doing pretty good around then because he did Twelve Monkeys. I don't think I've ever oh, seen that. I've uh, heard of it, but I in '95 and then did Die Hard. 
He was on Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> and that was peak, peak of his career. <laughs> Did Last Man Last Man Standing was okay. a good movie in '96. Yeah. So I, you know he could have been, but he was nowhere close to what Travolta was. I mean, right. What was the last one? Saturday Night Fever, or was yeah. it Rhinestone Cow? Um, what's I was going to say, yeah, Urban, Urban Cowboy, Cowboy, probably. I'd have to look at this. When did he do that? That movie where he's the angel. That was after this. It was Powder. No, no, um, no, 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 no. Michael, Michael. Yeah, it's, I think it was still after this. I, don't know, I ain't seen that. He's he ain't a, no angel. <laughs> he, uh, and boy, he might be an angel. <laughs> A yeah. Anyway. Was that the name of that movie, Michael? Yeah, that's, that was it. Cause didn't the Google Dolls have a song for that movie? Uh, I don't know. See, so he did well. Saturday Night Fever, Grease, Urban Cow, Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah. An Urban Cowboy. Yeah. And then he did Staying Alive. And it's just like he was doing some like crappy ones, and then he had. The blockbuster, look who's talking. <laughs> he was in that? Yeah, him and Kirstie Alley. And Bruce Willis is the voice of the baby. And then okay. look who's talking to. Oh, I'm, getting, next year. I'm getting that confused with uh, three men and a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's an easy one. Yeah. And uh, then it was look who's talking now. And then Pulp Fiction. <laughs> that's, a, that's a spin around. <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction. And yeah. then it was... Get Shorty, Broken Arrow, Michael was 1996. Okay. I was thinking it might have been closer around the same time because of the long hair. And then I think of Wild Hogs, and you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, did, did, did any of you watch the uh, the O.J. Simpson deal on FX? Yeah, we did. Mainly did. He played one of the attorneys. John Travolta did. And looked like a freaking vampire. Yeah. He played, uh, which, which attorney was that? Oh. I know what you're talking about, but. He looked, he looked creepy. Yeah. Bad creepy. I can't, I can't remember which, which attorney he played. He wasn't Robert. No. Kardashian was, yeah, uh. Yeah, was a different guy. Shrimmer. Shrimmer. Okay. Whatever you Shrimmer. Yeah. He played, uh. Wasn't F. Lee Bailey, it was the other one. The one I can't think of. It wasn't Dershowitz. There was four big ones and I can't remember. Kardashian? No, it wasn't Kardashian. No, he said it wasn't him. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. I was, it was watching uh, the movie. Uh, anyway, never mind. Because this is the funny part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? Her nose was like Lois, Griff, <laughs> Lois Griffin's nose. <laughs> it's like that, uh, like that, uh, that woman on Star Wars. Remember we started? Oh, yeah. She's got, got that shark fin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, it, yeah. But, yeah, it's this movie revamped Travolta, but he's... Tarantino sees certain people. Well, he's like certain people. And it, it's, this isn't the only... Travolta's not the only person he did it for. Uh, the next movie he did after this was Jackie Brown. He did the same thing in Jackie Brown with William Forster. Brought in, like, dude hadn't had an acting. Yeah. And then, uh, for some and later on, and then he completely created the career the career of Christoph Waltz. Yep. After uh, 
Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. But just I'm, to get a little, I mean, before before we go any further, the movie came out in 1994, right? It was an $8 million movie, right? But it cost yeah, $8 million made, budget, right? Made, uh... $5 million of it was to pay the actors. Right. Made made $9,311,000 and, $9, and some change. And $213 million overall. A lot of money. Lots That's of a good money. profit margin. <laughs> well, came out, we probably just need to, at some point in time, need to do an entire episode on the movies of 1994. Yeah. Because there were some freaking good ones. When did Mighty Duck come out? We all, I feel like we always reference Mighty It was a little later, wasn't it? Me <clears throat> too? No, the original Mighty Duck. The original Duck. was like 89 or 90. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Maybe 90. Yeah. And then D2 was like 93. Yeah. Huh. I was going to say it's somewhere in there. I was thinking the original, though. I was off. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do those D, D2 is one of the best sequels I, what was that rollerblade movie that I used to watch you watched it too but you know it was like they they rollerblade down the hills of San Francisco and were racing I don't remember but I used to it was along the same lines of Mighty Ducks same feel of it yeah I, I, I had to find it I don't know yeah, but it was it was a good movie <clears throat> anyway but came out in 1994 with the same day as the Shawshank Redemption, as we said. Both of them were nominated for, what did it say, like seven Academy Awards. Best, uh, this one was nominated for, nominated for, uh, Best Picture. Okay. Best Actor in a Leading Role, John Travolta, was nominated for Best Actor. Samuel was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Uma Thurman was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And Tarantino was nominated for Best Director and then for Editing. And it won for Best Original Screenplay. Okay. But anytime, just about any time Tarantino puts out a movie... He's going to win that Oscar for yeah. Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. Robert Shapiro. Okay, That's Shapiro. Really, right. And it was creepy. Yeah. That was going to kill me if I didn't find it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I mean, because the stories are so unique. You know? Django. Well, it, a lot of people don't like it because well, it's that was over the top. Movie. Yeah. Or overly violent or whatever. People, I, people are overly violent. You know, well, it's to me, it's like comic books, the violence anyway. Yeah. Especially like Kill Bill. Right. It's just over the top. Django. Yeah. When you shoot somebody, never shot anybody, but <laughs> from what I've heard, unless you hit a specific spot, blood doesn't just go no everywhere <laughs> right see in Django he had people getting shot in the arms and blood was going all over yeah. the wall you know and it's uh, just that kind of it's stylized yeah kind of like John Wick you know it's pretty crazy but I mean he takes out however many people yeah. real quick 
it's comic book, almost unrealistic kind of stuff, but it adds a certain, I don't know. Extravagancy to it? Yeah. That only, like nobody else does it though. You know, well, I it just becomes I his get, thing. I think about like Frank Miller, like Sin City. You know who who, who directed that movie? Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, which is also in this. Part, he produced it. Ryan House bunch. Yeah, Grand House, which is yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. But it's that same. Yeah, yeah, I mean he he's along the same lines, but they're cut from the same cloth, pretty much. I mean, I I like Death Proof. You know, that was a Robert Rodriguez. See, I've never seen Death Proof. You'll like it. Wasn't that a double feature at the movies? Yes. It's yeah, Death Proof feature. and uh, Grindhouse. Planet Terror. Planet Terror, yeah. It's Grindhouse. Yeah, Grindhouse is the company. I mean, Death Proof was... Me and Kelly went saw it. Death Proof was yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, Planet Terror uh, was uh, Robert Rodriguez. The Grindhouse production. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sort of like the old B movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know the... The greatest B movie star, star of all time. I know where you're going. Is a uh, Chan himself from played Ash. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a book number one. He was the greatest. Yeah, B movie actor of all well, time. I was just listening to that. This I didn't listen to all of it. But the side story they were talking to that guy who was talking about B movies and how. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did didn't interview. like that term or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, dude, did an interview with him. dude just. Embrace it because that I mean people go crazy for B movie. Yeah, he was old old horror director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People go crazy for B movie type. I mean, look what Sharknado did. I've never watched it, but it blew up. You know, that was and that was a TV movie. That was a TV movie. Yeah, like I see movie. <laughs> and there and talking about that, the sequels to that, or different parts of it. There's big name actors yeah. and actresses. Just wanting to get in the movie, yeah, because of what it is. It's it's, it's stupid. Like the Meg, but they the, want to be in it. The Meg movie has been <coughs> playing nonstop. We got uh, HBO back for uh, Game of Thrones, and it's just playing nonstop. Meg, and it's uh, it's a uh, Rain Wilson, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> yes, he's one of the main characters, and and uh, dude from Crash. Uh, British actor, he was in Fast and Furious. On Statham? It's Jason Statham. Isn't that the name of that movie? Crank? No, I don't think that. Crank. Crank! Yeah, Crank. I knew that didn't sound right. Yeah, but you, like you're saying, the Frank Miller was the. Sin City. Yeah, it was the comic book. You know, you had yeah, the violence. Right. And those are. A little bit too extreme, but that's what the comic book yeah. was. Yeah. Do you know Frank Miller did a screenplay for RoboCop? Really? Yes. Huh. Sure back in the day, or back in the day, after after his run on Daredevil and Batman, okay. after he did after he did Dark Knight, mm-hmm. he went to Hollywood and did RoboCop. That's cool. <clears throat> there was a quote he had, and I I was trying to remember it. Something about writing a screenplay, and you think it's so good and all this, and you go into this room and all these executives come in and just piss all over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing will humble you like that. Right. I figure it, and that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's <laughs> even happened in this movie here. Yeah. Uh, Mia was in the uh, 
in the pilot for a TV show. Yeah. Didn't get picked up. Yeah, he's like, you know. I'm glad we got there. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm glad we got there because they got to like that little Fiesta or whatever it is he's driving. Yeah. Honda. Honda. That's, That's a yeah, Honda, son. What happened, to, what happened to my Honda? Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I wrecked that Honda. <laughs> well, I wrecked it or something like that. <laughs> the... Uh, I'm sorry, I was just thinking Bruce Willis still has hair here. Yeah. A little bit. Not a lot, but still got some. Got the crew cut going on. He's a little young looking guy in this movie, too. Yeah. Pretty sure Bruce Willis was born looking like that. Yeah. He came out the womb. Yeah. <laughs> With, you just, know, wrinkles on his forehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh... What was this? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the pilot. Mm-hmm. Fox Force 5. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Go ahead. Have you ever seen Kill Bill? I haven't seen them all. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. She she names off the characters that from Fox 4 5. And this is before he even thought yep. of Kill Bill. Right. He na- She names them all. And I guess he took it from that. Yeah. She says he that- names them off. There's the blonde leader. Uh-huh. Blonde Daryl Hannah leader, from... Yeah. She's the... from the, She's the, the leader of the girls, basically, on Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Japanese Kung Fu Master, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Mm-hmm. Then there is the black ex- demolitions expert, which is Vivica A. Fox. Mm-hmm. And she says a French one whose was sex. French Fox specialty was sex, and it, it shows her. What's That's it? right. She was French. I forgot about her. Yep. That's in Kill Bill. Yeah. Yes. And then she, he said, what's your specialty? She said, knives. And she's got the friggin' katana. She said, I, I, uh, the character I played was the deadliest woman in the world with a knife. And yeah, that's the picture of Uma with yeah with the knight with the sword. And she yeah. kind of when she said that in the movie, she kind of had a smirk on her face when she said it. Yeah, like she knew something was coming later, like it's an inside joke that yeah, you know. But like you saying, he didn't have it planned. They may out. have been working on it then. They might have tossed it around. Yeah, because he considers Uma Thurman his muse. Yeah, sorry. Well, he has a lot of the same guys, a lot of the same people. And that's another point I was going to make. He picks, he has, char- not only does he plan a character out for a person that he likes, but he works with the same people a lot. Obviously, Samuel L. is one of his continued people that he puts in his movies, but, you know, uh, Tim Roth, Yeah. He, he finally brought him back. I was glad to see him come back for uh, Hateful Eight. Uh, Hateful Eight, yeah. But he works with a lot of the same Characters. Y'all mentioned the, the mentioned Jackie Brown over here. Uma right? Thurman. Yeah. Yeah. Uma Thurman. That was a good movie. Yeah. Jackie Brown. I don't yeah. think I've ever watched it. It was okay. And who eats your pop tops? Pop tarts warm. <laughs> I don't know if I got time for that. Oh, I got time for that. You can get the back and go. Yeah. I eat my pop tarts warm. <laughs> I'm also a methodical pop tart eater too. Like I, you eat I the eat edges it. first. No. Oh, I, I do that. I break them into quarters. Oh, no. Break it into four pieces. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I, I eat the edges first, and then I eat all the, the icy goodness. <laughs> so, my, what, since we're on the subject, what's your favorite Pop-Tart? Oh, my wife likes strawberry. Is it stra- cherry? Frosted strawberry. Frosted strawberry, so that's what I eat. And <laughs> s'mores. S'mores. She bought me cinnamon Wild rolls. Berry and Wild berry. Wild berry. See, the cinnamon roll ones are good. The peanut butter ones aren't bad either. Remind me to, to talk about that right there. I'm sorry, I'm. This is why I was like, on the movie screen here. Cause, cause, well, 
what exactly happened right there. Well, you go ahead. I mean, what was I? What were we talking about? Pop tart. <laughs> oh, before that. Yeah, the the actors he has in the movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he has. Well, he's never had John Travolta again. Probably just because they probably couldn't get things to work out. Well, Scientology stuff may hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, see, he said it was Tim Roth. You were talking about Tim Roth. He's in a couple of late. Well, Tim Roth is in Dogs Reservoir and, Dogs. Mm-hmm. This one, and then yep. he wasn't in another one until until no, no, no. He was in uh, Four Rooms. I never saw that. That's that's he on there. It was a it's four like little mini movies uh-huh. in the one. And uh, four different directors directed, like Robert Rodriguez directed one, okay. another somebody else, somebody so else, that's and then cool, Tarantino. Man. That's cool. And it's all one, it's like the kind of like this. Yeah. There's the four different segments. It and happens in four directed. different rooms, and Tim Roth is the the uh, the bellboy of this oh. hotel. And I'll have to watch that. It's different. Yeah, because uh, Tim Roth, he, he goes into one. And it's these coven of witches that are that they need. Uh, <laughs> he needs semen to perform to be able to bring back one of their other witches from the dead and then they use Tim Roth <laughs> and then like one he goes in and it's like Bruce Willis and Tarantino and a couple other people in a room having this weird party and I didn't care for it uh, I think maybe Antonio Banderas was in the Robert Rodriguez portion of it okay it was it's strange, and it, it was way out there. But then he was in that one, yeah. And I don't know if he considers that one one of his eight or not eight that he's done no, so far. Because he says he's going to do ten movies and retire. I'd drive that Honda, by the way. <laughs> anyway, continue. Oh yeah, yeah we're going to do eight and retire, right? Ten and retire. Ten and retire. Yeah, and this next one that's coming out in here in a couple months is his ninth movie. Right. Oh. No telling how much money he's made. Well, he says he's going to write novels. Yeah, he wants to write novels. Hmm. After, uh, I don't think uh, Dean Koontz and uh, what's the other horror writer? Stephen King. The other weirdos don't need any help. This in is the competition. kangaroo. Where he's yeah. here in the kangaroo. Uh-huh. I did not <laughs> know Statler Bros did that song yeah. until I looked it up. Sounds like Buck Owens. It does. But I mean, boom. All them sweet cars. Yeah, Honda the, had to uh, go, man. I hate it. But you was talking about people that's been that's been in it. So even not just this movie. Well, he he reused Kurt Russell for uh, Death Proof. Hateful Eight. Not, was it? I don't think was it Death Proof. No, he's in Death Proof. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking uh, Planet Terror. Yeah, Planet Terror was a Rodriguez one. So mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah. So Death Proof and Hateful Eight. Was Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then no. <laughs> That's like the way he just shoots at somebody, just hits a woman and walks. Away. Yeah, and, and somebody was saying how. Let's listen to this. Somebody was saying how this scream is more terrifying than the other scene. Oh yeah. Happens. Listen. <laughs> and she's just laying there in agony, screaming. She's just a bystander. We're yeah. watching the movie. By yeah, the way. we're wa- Yeah, it's playing. 
It's the same <coughs> but most most movies, like think of all your Avenger movies, you know, all your Marvel movies. How many people are injured in those movies, and it never shows it, you know? And it's See, a it's a reason for they, that. They did uh, Marvel did a thing, uh, a series of books called Collateral Damage. Yeah. Okay. That was from the human's perspective uh, of what happens. All the millions the of dollars of destruction. Yeah. They do the buildings and. You know, just that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and and you don't get that in a lot of movies, though. And for him to show her get shot, a bystander, and then just sit there and scream in agony, you know. Pretty, she did pretty good. And that woman, she was in another uh, Reservoir Dogs. She she gets carjacked on it. And on this one, she gets shot. So she's just having a bad look. Same, same girl both times. This part of the movie is where things just get weird. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a uh, this is a, ins- a window to uh, Tarantino's mind right here. Yeah, how screwed up it is. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, let's anyway, let's get back. Take over. Rewind it on back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've been talking about doing this movie for a while. Yeah, and I finished up The Office about a month and a half ago uh-huh. or so watched the final episodes well right toward the end I was watching an episode and we'd already been talking about doing that, this that one. show don't trigger you? trigger me for what? all the millennials no that show triggered them all the stuff it has in it okay. that and friends how racist they are they can kiss my butt how inappropriate it is and but speaking of that let's not get on our political yeah. rant today <laughs> well I just stupidity that ain't political yeah, I just I stupidity know, I know Pam looks at the camera and she goes you know, things change when you get you've gotten older. Get when you get older or something like that. You know what's hap- what happens to us or something. And she said, "I used to watch Pulp Fiction and laugh. Now I'm like that poor gimp is somebody's child." <laughs> I know the first time I saw this movie, they put ball gags in her mouth. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> this went, I can see what's coming. This went from normal to deliverance real quick. <laughs> And, and why does the guys have to be rednecks? Why is it? I don't know. You know, Tarantino was born in Tennessee and raised in California, so I mean... Yeah. He was born in Knoxville. But the first part of the movie, the first thing that comes up is the definition of pulp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I wrote it down. A soft, moist, shapeless mass of matter or a magazine or book containing lure lurid subject matter yeah. and being characteristically printed on rough <laughs> unfinished paper yeah I may need to borrow those <laughs> <laughs> yeah my old man glasses yeah I haven't been able to see since I was nine years old but I'm I'm getting I'm slowly closing in on bifocal there's a time. thing called optometrist yeah they I pay him I pay him really well <laughs> <laughs> well the first sound you hear in the movie do you know what that is it's the motorcycle it's the motorcycle that they drive off on. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Zeds. The music, the song you was talking about earlier, uh, Mister, what was Maserlou or Maserlou? Yeah, you know, uh, wrestling ECW when they did their vignettes. That's the music they use for their vignettes. Okay. Coming in and going out from the. Yeah, it's the when they did their promos. Dick Dale. Yeah, surf music. Dick Dale and Dick Dale, Dale, Dale. Yeah, and Dick Dale just passed away. Was that right? Recently, a few weeks ago. Hmm. Month, yeah, a few weeks ago, a month ago, something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it hadn't been been long at all. 
And that dude stood right here. I've got the list of actors we were talking about, but I, Peter Green is his name. And he's played a bad guy in something else, hasn't he? Uh-huh. Because he's just got that villain I think I know. Face. What do I know him from? Oh, buddy. IMDB, that giant. Yeah, because he, he, I've seen him in something. Peter Green. <laughs> he's the gimp, and they open up a cage. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's all in the black, and you're like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Because he's all in black leather and studs. <coughs> he's in the mask. He played a bad guy in the mask. Oh, okay. Remember when the mask went on him? Yeah. I know I remember seeing that face yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I guess what it was. He's in Blue Streak. And really, what are the odds of the pawn shop that they running into <laughs> run by sadistic... <laughs> Rednecks. Rednecks. I saw, I saw somebody that said, I was scarred in any pawn shop I went into. I was looking for the sex dungeon. <laughs> and somebody else said, hey, this is Rick from Pawn Stars. I like, why don't you come on? <laughs> and that puts a whole other spin on Pawn Stars, too. Oh, man. But the coolest cat in the whole movie is Mr. Wolf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just... He's cool in anything. They start congratulating him on everything. They say, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've gone through a list of some yeah. of Samuel L., John Travolta, Uma Thurman, Bruce Willis, Tim Roth, uh, Ving Rhames. Yeah. Amanda Plummer was the honey bunny. She's from the opening scene. Yeah. Those, those parts were written specifically for the two of them. And has she been in anything? She's been in other stuff, but I, I recognize her, but it's... Uh, Oh, he's even got a studded crotch. <laughs> never mind. I don't even know. Does it? Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Eric Stoltz is another one. Every time I see him, I just can't think of any movie but Anaconda. That's exactly what I think of because he gets that wasp in his throat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets the wasp in his throat and they have to cut it out. Oh. What song are they playing right here, by the way? It's just an instrumental song. Surf music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's one of the surf music songs. I looked up the uh, soundtrack today. Yeah. Yeah, there I don't, was, there I was don't two need to hear it. Two different surf <laughs> songs on there. I don't need to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a bunch of surf music on there. Yeah. Because it was pretty much just a surf music soundtrack. Right. But you like... What other movie that you could think of would work with surf music on the soundtrack? Yeah, I know. Or if you had a movie, if why does this movie work with it on the soundtrack? If you had this movie without without this soundtrack, would it even be the same? You go from that music to you had Son of a Preacher Man's in there, but Dusty Springfield, yeah, and. It's not. It wasn't on the soundtrack. Actually, it's played in the movie, but I didn't see it on the soundtrack. It was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how I got the name was the, the, uh, the artist. While we're here, this is another hidden, right? Y'all have seen this, I'm sure. But when he goes over here behind the counter, oh yeah, you he, see the sign that says Killian Red, and it's it's blacked out. And it says Kill Ed, and he picks up the Z, and he puts together Kill Z, and that's when he turns back and and goes and and. Uh, Kill Zed. Yeah. 
But it's, and then he looks. He's looking for weapons. Yeah, he's looking yeah. for the hammer's not working. He's like, all right. Yeah. And then chainsaws. Yeah. Too loud. Too loud. Too messy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have picked the bat before the chainsaw, though. Yeah. Well, it, it, he deserved the, the bat before the katana, but. He's like, oh, chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, very evil dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful B movie. You're, no, you're no ash. Yeah. <laughs> Even the guitar. Oh, and then he sees it. Because who hadn't want to take a katana off the wall and just slag somebody with it? Go kill him. Yeah! <laughs> and he looks like he's used one before. Yeah. Yeah. He also, you can also tell that he's very left-handed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's got it, well, number one, because he puts the watch yeah. on his right hand. Yeah. And he's all, lost an awful lot of blood. Yeah, from his nose. Yeah. I'm going to say it's not uncommon boxing, you know. But, uh, yeah, we're talking about Eric Stoltz. was a redhead guy played Lance, the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. His wife, Rosanna Arquette, yeah. who the song Rosanna is written after. Okay. <laughs> Rosanna, Rosanna. <coughs> All right. Sister of David. Is she? Yeah. David Arquette? What about Patricia? There, that's in the family, too. Then there's the dad. Uh, oh, well, then there's the brother that's in this movie that had a sex change. Yeah. He's about to get his sex changed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ki-hi. Uh, <laughs> well, that would hurt, you know. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Doesn't even look. Uh-uh. Because yeah. he's Bruce Willis. Or, that's, like uh, the, that's like the no-look no pass playing basketball. Yeah. No-look stab. And he's got this weird smile on his face. But now Just go for it. Reach for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know what's worse, the fact that he's doing that or that he's, like, portraying a cop. Like, pretending to be a cop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Rosanna Arquette, who was, uh, she's the one talking about all the piercings. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, I got all these names off the one. He goes, wait, 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 wait a minute. Why would you get a stud in your tongue? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's not the one that I would. He goes, wait, 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 I got to ask a question. (laughs) And you're like, he's about to... Why would you get a stud in your tongue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just shot him with a shotgun right in the crotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a moss bird. It did, it did its job. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Is this where he... This is where he says I'm going to go medieval on Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah see, he's going to call two, two brothers... Two, he calls them... <laughs> he calls them something... <laughs> Homosexual. I forget what the term he uses, but pipe pipe hitting people. We'll just say that. Oh. What now? Mm. come down here and go medieval on his butt. What now? Well, see, that wouldn't even. What now? I don't even. There is no what. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I don't even think that was hard pipe. What he called hard pipe. Hard pipe. Yes, we just said hard pipe. Flyers and all kind of different stuff. Yeah, you hear me talking to you, boy? <laughs> I don't even think that was a phrase until this movie. Right. I don't think so either. I, think, I mean, so he, he coined a Co- phrase. Yeah, coined a phrase. <laughs> oh, but Steve Buscemi has a cameo. He does. Buddy He's the waiter. Buddy, Buddy Holly. Holly. And uh, Maria Demer. 
de Medeiros is the little Fabian, Bruce Willis's little girlfriend. Back to the, back to the, the scene at uh, uh, Slim. Jackrabbit Slims? Jackrabbit Slims. I can understand getting your, getting your steak bloody. But man, who wants to get a hamburger bloody? Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm just like, man, that's the first thing wrong with I can eat, I can eat a medium hamburger. Most oh, no, it's got to be gray, man. Gotta be Most gray. people can't. I can, eat I, I can't. I can eat a medium hamburger. I cannot. I don't ask for it, but if they bring it to me, I ain't sending it back. It's going back. No, I, can going back. I can eat it pink, you know. Is it bad? His daddy raised cattle. <laughs> Maybe he knows and we don't know. Ground beef's always it's been, different. been like it's, that it's, for me. Yeah, it's different. Um, the steaks. It has a different texture if it's not cooked all the way through. Yeah. It's, I mean, it ain't going to hurt you just like a steak. Yeah, no, it's not going to hurt you. It's just but a, it's, uh, yeah. it has a different texture. I, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're talking about. It's yeah. it's it's more chewy or something. It's I, I don't, I'm i with you. I the prefer fat it. doesn't cook out. Probably. It stays prob- yeah. more grisly, I guess, or something. It's probably more what it is. But then uh, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Who was in the Reservoir Dogs. <coughs> then this. And then I think... He took a break for a while. He wasn't in. He went in Kill Bill. He hadn't been in any in a while, and I don't know. He may be going to be in this newest one. I don't know. And then uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Oh yeah. So let's talk about that scene. The watch. Oh yeah. Because mm. <laughs> you he know, went through some struggles. It's, it's going. <laughs> It's going, you know, your, your great granddaddy had it in World War One. Yeah, you know, come through the war. Oh, this is important. Your, uh, <laughs> your, your, your granddaddy had it in World War Two. I mean, your, grand, your great granddaddy takes it off, puts it on a shelf, in a coffee can, coffee tin, whatever it was. Right. Gives it to your granddad when he goes to World War Two, and then the granddad get captured and then gives it to. It was a POW. And gives it to. <clears throat> In Vietnam, I think. No, 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 the granddad. Oh, the granddad. Was on some Japanese island and gave it to somebody yeah. and got it back to his dad. Well, then his dad goes to Vietnam. And he's POW. And he gets POW and dies of dysentery. And he right. was hiding the watch. He was eating the watch, hiding the watch by swallowing it. Yeah. And then yeah. he was, or no, no, he wasn't swallowing no, it. He was just showing it. He was way. Yeah, he was just, yeah, because he says that. And then Christopher Walken has to get it out. Yeah. And then he has to do the same thing with it. Yeah. He says, here, <laughs> this is very special. Yeah, he, just, <laughs> he nabs it up, holds it. And he's like, <laughs> There's a lot of butt on that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was something you wouldn't expect in the movie either. Yeah. No, I mean, and he's just telling that little boy. And the little boy's just like, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Which, that's the the... Go ahead. Go well, ahead. what I was going to say is, Lindsay will like this because she loves Hairspray, but that's another Christopher Walken and John Travolta were in Hairspray, the Hairspray remake together. But I, I've got that here and pulled up. But, but uh, Travolta actually made a line in that reference, Pulp Fiction. Um, of course, he plays, now in the original Hairspray, not to get too far off topic, but it was, uh, they had a, a famous drag queen that played the band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, John Travolta played this one. And, uh, so the line in that movie is, look, if you want to be famous, learn how to take blood out of car upholstery. That's a skill you can take right to the bank, which obviously is a reference. But you got Christopher Walken in that, too. That's that's them together. But they had a small role in this movie. But Oh, uh, talking about the actors in this movie, there's two actors who were also in another movie that we've done before. 
Rosanna Arquette, and Christopher Walken. Joe Dirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. And, uh, but what I was going to say about, that's the, uh, that's the brother right there. That's the other Arquette, the one that became, uh, that had the, he had the, he was a trans. Um, um, so now, Sean, I, this was the reference I was making. I haven't seen Winter Soldier, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have. But is that on his tombstone? Now, this is what I saw online. I want to make sure it's true or not. It was on Nicholas, on Fury's tombstone. Is that right? The, the, that's what it says. That's what it said, the path of the righteous man. It, mm-hmm. And then it's dot, 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 and it's got Ezekiel. It's got, it's got this movie quote on his tombstone in that movie. You'd have to look it up. But you know what I'm saying. That was in mm-hmm. another movie. Yeah. It, uh, does it have the right one? The right quote? All it had, that's it. That's all it shows that's on the It's just right there on the, that's, that's it. The tombstone is supposedly Nick Fury's tombstone from Civil from War. Civil War. Uh, from Civil uh, War. From, uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Winter Soldier. When he faces they did, death. they did it wrong because that's not part of that Bible verse. I know, it's, but it, it's referencing this. Right. It's, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they could have used the right words out of the Bible verse though, and got it. I mean, yeah. the, the, the Bible. The verse is in what he quoted. Mm-hmm. But it's not. That's not the whole <laughs> He word. improvised. Yeah, he added something to it. Yeah. Can't do that. He took liberties. <laughs> yeah, he took one. To say the least. <laughs> anyway. This right here, this part of the movie, I think, is an important part. Because right here, you have two guys who experience the same thing. Right here. Both of them get shot at, point blank range, and neither one of them gets hit. Mm-hmm. One of them thinks it's a sign from God. Yeah. The other one thinks it's pure luck. Uh-huh. The one that thinks it's a sign from God changes what he does. Right. And he lives. Right. The one that doesn't dies. That's right. Oh, very nice. I like it. He, you know, he, he took it as a sign that, hey, I need to stop what I'm it's doing. It's a divine intervention. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the whole the conversation they're having in, yeah. The, yeah. in the diner. And, you know, Jules sees it's something larger than what? Right. Than just being lucky. Right. I've seen that scene there when that guy comes out of there. Boom, 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 boom. But of course, you're a sign, right. a sign, a, a sign, would know nothing about that anyway. So, right, right. right. yeah, ooh, burn. Yeah. <laughs> you got a man hiding in the bathroom with a hand cannon. <laughs> you see the size of the gun he come out of? <laughs> but one thing about Tarantino movies, and we hadn't really discussed it yet, we might have talked about it a little bit. What makes his movie? I mean, he's got his style and the music. But the dialogue. Yeah. Nobody writes conversations and dialogue like he does. And but that's one reason why, like this right here, this isn't, I don't know, what would you consider this movie? It's not an action movie. Well, you're talking about this scene here where they're talking about getting shot at. The scene that the very first scene in the movie, the very first of the movie, where they're just talking about riding around talking about hamburgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with cheese. Well, yeah. I, I wrote it down. The first, the first scene yeah, of the movie is... Is Honey Bunny and Pumpkin. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that. they're talking about, they're having a, like a legitimate conversation explaining why they do what they do. Robin 
banks and whatever. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't want to rob banks, but this is a, they're like they're talking about a science behind yeah. holding places up. Yeah. yeah. The thing you did the last time where you asked for everybody's wants, that was a good idea. Yeah. Who talks? I mean, we yeah. talk like that sitting it, around, but that's well, that's, that's why it's related. Not yeah. what we're well, then people, the second conversation, conversation is them talking about burgers and him going to Europe Royale with cheese. Yeah. yeah. I stayed in Amsterdam for three years. Yeah. 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 And then the th- the third <coughs> conversation after that is foot massages. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got two hit men going up there to kill these guys and threaten them, and they're talking about rubbing a woman's feet, you know, before that, right before that. Well, well they, go, just like they go to knock on the door, and it says, what time is it? And it's 7.22. Yeah. Well, it's not time yet. Let's go, go down the hallway yeah. a little bit, and they continue the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Then they say, okay, let's get let's, 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 get, let's get in character and go yeah. back. Yeah. And then he's just up. So. Then he just blows this guy's brains out in the car. <laughs> back of a nose. That's one unlucky son of a gun. Yeah. Must <laughs> have hit a bump or something. <laughs> I didn't hit no bump. Oh man! But they go in part of that first conversation when they get on the elevator. They're talking about Antoine, mm-hmm. one who gets thrown out the window yeah. for giving the foot massage. Yeah. He goes, man, you remember Antoine? Oh, the Samoan guy, the big, the fat guy. He's like, well, I wouldn't go so far as to call him fat. Yeah. He got a weight problem. What's a N-word going to do? He's Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing that Tarantino does not mind is throwing the N-word around. No. Well, he, he's he got brain in his, yeah, his, his Jerry Curl. Jerry Curl. <laughs> but, uh, but they go into that, that that scene there. They go in, you know, he's talking to Brad and he eats a piece of his burger and he drinks yeah. his Sprite and all that. <laughs> Because that, that was somebody, I, I listened to a podcast talking about this. They were talking about that in particular. It's like, who would say that they're drinking a Sprite? Like, if you were going to write a movie and this guy's drinking that much attention to detail, you just say, oh, I'm having a Coke or Pepsi or whatever. Yeah. It's like, soda. So, what's it? Yeah, I'm just, just drinking soda. What's yeah. in there? It's just Sprite. Yeah. Sprite? Yeah. I mean, you get Sprite, or you used yeah. to. Yeah. CC's. <laughs> jam like, um, you know or root beer or something you know yeah. it's like Sprite and then he made up Big Kahuna Burger is Quentin Tarantino's own made up thing and Red Apple Cigarettes yeah. he's got it in all of his movies and the the cereal uh, uh, fruit brute no that was a real cereal oh really mm-hmm. that's General Mills okay it was part of the uh, monster line I know it was in Reservoir Dogs and this one but I assumed it was a made up he owns a box so you kept a box keeps, from yeah. that. It doesn't have cereal yeah, in it. That's, that's the, the only one they don't come back out with at Halloween. Yeah. They come back out with a Count Chocula, Frankenberry. Franken, yeah, Blueberry, Frankenberry. Yeah. And they have the, they had used to have, uh, what was it? Uh, Mummy something. Yeah. Uh, there's, speak of the devil, there's Tarantino there. And he's dropping the N bomb left and right. Oh, yeah. Hard. Hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, the uh, yeah, the fruit brew was an actual real cereal. Okay. I, but the red apple cigarettes, he yeah. makes a mention of it in every movie. Okay. Or if he doesn't, you see the pack's got the red because it's it's red apple cigarettes. Bruce Willis goes up there, he's like, "Yeah, I want a pack of red apples." Red apples. Yeah. And the guy at the first of the movies, he's got the pack's got the red apple and the yeah, logo. It's got a little face even, on the word. And even on. Uh, I think they do it. I know they do it in Django, but I'm pretty. I know for sure they make a point and say it 
on uh, Hateful Eight. They talk about red apple tobacco. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. So it's he's he's got it carried over. Right. And uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> when they when they get the briefcase. The briefcase is the MacGuffin in this movie. Yeah. Okay. You never see what's okay. in Okay, okay. I got it. Sean, here's All right. are you you getting into theory territory for Sean. The briefcase lock he's getting excited. Is, okay, hang on. Yeah. What, what's, what's, this, you have this written down? Okay, what, I want to talk about that. What do you think is in I just wanna I just want us to talk about it. what do you think is in the briefcase? I just said it ain't, ain't none of the theories. I just think it when I saw it I thought it's bars of gold. That's yeah, that's, that's what you think. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Theory number one. Yep. Marcellus Wallace sold his soul to the devil. Yeah, I've seen Ben was saying that today. And that's his soul in the box and it's so beautiful. That's what a soul looks like. Right. You seen the you seen the bandel on the back of his neck? Yeah. They say that's where he took his soul out from. I, I saw that. The combination on the on the briefcase, six six six. Right. Number two was just diamonds was in yeah. the box. Uh, number three was... But it was important about those diamonds. Because it was referring to... Uh, oh, reservoir the diamonds that were stealing from reservoir dogs. Mm-hmm. Tying it back into a bigger universe. Some people say that Tarantino was a big Elvis fan. Mm-hmm. It was Elvis's gold suit. Mm-hmm. From was in uh, there. True, Lie, uh, uh, True no, Romance. True Romance. Yeah. And then the third one was... Well, and there's another side note on that one because she mentions Elvis. Well, yeah. at the uh, at the restaurant. Well, it says that they said it to him. To, yeah, to say, says something like, "I thought you'd like his place being an Elvis fan like you are." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the last one was it was an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> it was what an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I think I think it's the soul theory. You do. Yeah. Now, he make, said they make like, sense. They left it open. I, you know, I like it. It's for everybody's interpretation. Yeah, yeah. He never specifically no. showed because he wanted it. But everybody to, said how beautiful it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they saw was beautiful. Well, see, you know, Travolta opens it up and he's looking at it and you see the light shining on his face and they're like, he's like, hey, Vince, are, are we good? Are we, are we happy? He's like, oh, yeah, we're happy. Yeah. And closed it back up. And that's they, why they, I think, you they, know. Then in the diner, they open it back up and they right. talk about how beautiful it is. Yeah. It's like mine, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't his to give. Yeah, but and that's another side. Doesn't say we're on screen a second ago. You never see Marsalis and Mia talk the whole movie to each other, even though they're married. You see her come to the pool. That right there, they're yeah. sitting beside each other, but they never no, talk. They never talk. Is that her? Yeah, she's got her hair. She's got her hair in one of those little yeah. things, and her sunglasses on. What that was, Uma? No, yeah, yeah, that's it. Was, it was her. Oh. Yeah, it didn't look like her. Yeah, I'd go back a little bit. Nine minutes, thirty-seven seconds later. While we're while we're but, here doing that, <clears throat> uh, I'll skip two. No, see, that's her. Yeah, that's her. That's Uma, son. Bring a bloody Mary. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that that's, is okay. That's, that's I get her, it. I see her now. The, the glasses her. throw you off in the Yeah, hair the hair glasses, but I I see when she turned. I saw note her profile. Yeah. Uh, that opening, it's not the opening scene, but when they're in there killing the, the young guys, when they're getting the briefcase back, Samuel Jackson's going on his big monologue, and he said, uh, what does Marcellus Wallace look like? And yeah. he's like, what? Say what again? You know, goes yeah. on, say what again? And he's like, he said, does he look like a female dog to you? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, well then why are you trying to... F him like boy. <laughs> <laughs> that 
foreshadows what happens to Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, I didn't even think that. <laughs> and that and the the part you he, he claims uh, claims in the movie that this is that that what he's quoting is Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Uh-huh. And he quotes talking about uh, jewels. He quotes. The path of the righteous man is beset all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of in the name of charity and of goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of the, the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of all lost children. And I will strike ye down, thee with a great vengeance and furious anger. You gotta read this like Samuel son. <laughs> no, Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And I will know and, and you will know that I am the Lord. And I lay my vengeance upon you. Yeah. Actually, Ezekiel twenty five seventeen says, I will carry great vengeance to them to the on them and punish them in my wrath. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I take vengeance on them. Yeah. And then the other part comes from a mis mismatch of maybe some of the 23rd Psalms and maybe something else they come up with yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, here it says it is a, included as a reference to a, a Sonny Chiba karate film. But the, verse, the verse is in there. It just Yeah, more, yeah but he's just added yeah, added something to it. I always, this is pretty neat the way that uh, Mr. Wolf treats the treats the homeowner, Mr. Tarantino or Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Shows him great respect. Yeah. What's What's funny is that you know, he's going on that big rant and he drops the N bomb like twenty times, and it comes in his wife's a black lady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like what? I don't know. He He might have been trying to make some kind of statement. You know. Yeah. I don't know. He's got a bigger chin than Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, and you know, Mr. Wolf doesn't, he doesn't touch nothing. He don't clean nothing. He oh. just directs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's in charge. He got sent down here to help him, to teach, to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. He's a cleaner. Yeah. That doesn't do any cleaning. Drives that sick Acura NSX. Woo! <coughs> I'd love one of them things. Thanks <clears throat> telling him what to do, but he don't like it too much. He was, he was good in that, uh, in, uh, oh. The hotel maybe we oh yeah uh grand budapest grand hotel. budapest hotel i wonder if it was uh, a, like a like you know travolta's always got his hand right there is his gun right there yeah yeah okay he, he but he, he, he even when he didn't have his gun there he's always got it kind of got his hand there. well earlier when he when he puts his gun in his pants that's when he starts doing it like when they when they load up outside and he's asking him how many rounds he's got and he when he puts his pants when he starts walking in the building that's when he starts putting his hand yeah what's up with that too why you always got to have guns in the trunk? I don't know. In all these movies, they stop. Well, when you don't, you blow they, people's they, heads off from the front seat. They pop the trunk. You know, you start yeah. picking, oh, I'm going to go with this. Because the cops can have a search warrant to search your trunk. They can look inside your car. Okay. Question answered. That's why they keep in the trunk. That's why they keep your drugs in the trunk. I don't put them in the front of the car, will you? And I don't understand. I've watched enough live PD to understand that why do you get out and smoke marijuana and ride around yeah. without a tag... Or a stolen tag, light out, say, any, anything. They, they say, we was in Memphis. Because criminals are not smart. <laughs> we, we went and saw the Impractical Jokers of the night. We was coming back in Memphis. Went past a car. You could smell marijuana coming out of that car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how are these 
That's how these people get caught on why yeah. the cops can smell it. They're yeah. not stupid. Hey, uh, they've been. I've watched them before where they're through the parking lot. They can smell it coming from somewhere over oh, there, and they'll drive up. Literally there. Tuesday, I was working a stop in town, and that's the second time I've been at that stop in the past few weeks, and it's right by a red light. It's on Thomas and Main Street, mm-hmm. right there by the McDonald's mm-hmm. store, right there, and they're. I'm like. I'm over there in the bay of my truck, you know, unloading drinks, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm looking around, I'm like, skunk weed. yeah. <laughs> but you know how bad is it when you smell it when yeah. you're in your car right next yeah. to them? Yeah, there's no reason, there's no wonder the cops pull them over. Yeah. Right. Oh, and is he supposedly supposed to be smoking weed when they're at that Jackrabbit Slims? Yes, because she asked him to roll her one. She asked. I thought to roll it was just one. tobacco. Well, let's see, you see, I was thinking that too, but then later in the same well, little scene, well, it's, it's shorter like a joint yeah. would be and more narrow, like yeah. he rolled it up, but then he's smoking a cigarette, a, a different cigarette later, and it looks more like a regular cigarette. Yeah, I don't know. I just assumed he had, in the middle of the bar in that restaurant, he was, and it looked brown to me like he was just rolling tobacco, but I don't Because she pulled out a regular cigarette. I was going to smoke it and then said, Can I have a I figured it was marijuana because he shot up heroin before he got there. Yeah, I mean, I, before they left. I, they were so I'm, I'm not, they I'm were not judging that decision on his habits. When they went to Jack Rabbit <laughs> Slims, they were in the clouds. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then she went in there and got <laughs> I was a $5 what? milkshake. Oh, <laughs> $5 yeah. milkshake. You, did you catch what he asked her? What, Buddy Holly or. Do you, uh, do you want it? Martin and. Yeah, uh, which was chocolate or vanilla. Chocolate or vanilla. Martin and Martin, Lewis Martin, or Amos, Amos and Andy. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. See, Tarantino come up with all that crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Why am, I the, why am I in the backseat? <laughs> yeah. It's your mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me. Anyway. But the... Uh, I don't tell. I wrote, you know, when he's talking about the foot massages earlier, we we brushed it, but he was like, "Don't tell me about foot massages." He said, "I'm the foot massage master," and he was like, "Would you give a guy a foot massage?" He said, "If you, you know." He's like, "You know." He said, "I got down to the side. All right, where I don't even, it don't even tickle." Yeah, it don't even tickle. Yeah. Oh man. But it's, you know, that's all I'm saying. You're talking. You're talking about. Uh, Tarantino picking or making roles for certain people. Yeah. Could you see anybody but Sam Jackson doing that role? No. The way he does it, there, there's, there's not, there's, there's not. Yeah. Well, you know, and we were talking about Tarantino, and he, he was playing uh, the homeowner, but he was torn between playing that part of Lance, you know, but he decided that he wanted to be behind the camera for the shot with Emma Thurman, where they bring her back to life. Yeah. So. Now, for most of the scenes where he's in it like this, Robert Rodriguez uh, directed this scene. Do you know? Do you know how they did the needle scene? Uh, yeah, I saw that. But continue. They, he pulls it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they that, shoot it backwards. Shot yeah. it backwards. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, that was because he does. He does a lot of. Uh, uh, like low camera angles. Yeah. And if you're, if you watch the, uh, the scene there, you're talking about where he's with, with Lance, where they did the, uh, adrenaline shot. Mm-hmm. 
he's in the camera's on the floor. With yeah. them. You know, they're down in the floor and he's kind of, the camera even looks, even looks like they're looking up at him. So he's right. probably like laying in the floor yeah. with the camera. <laughs> they're spraying him with the hose. <laughs> What's so. funny right here is when he's going to talk about the clothes are wearing, they're like, they look like dorks. Yeah. Is that what they say, dorks? Yeah, I think or which so. Which word is it? I think it is dorks. Is it, yeah, but it's your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Talking about Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy gives them the clothes. He yeah. calls them dorks. Yeah. They're like, Jimmy, we're wearing your clothes. You're wearing your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but think about it. We saw Captain Marvel, which takes place in... Right here it is. Yeah. Right here it is. Perfect. Perfect. We couldn't have planned this better. You guys look like... What do they look like, Jimmy? Dorks. <laughs> they look like a couple of dorks. Ha 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 that movie was set in 1994. Yeah. Or 95, yeah. whenever it was. Yeah. He's mm. still picking out pieces of brain, brain out of his jerry curl. He was supposed to have a big afro for this movie. And the guy, one of the clothing people, brought him the, the jerry curl kind of afro. It's fake. It's not real. And they, him and Tarantino, Samuel L. and Tarantino both loved it so much they kept it. I don't know who who picked them shorts out for <laughs> Travolta. <laughs> he stuffs his gun see, in it later. Yeah, both of them. Do. Yeah, yeah. You see what his shirt says, don't you? No. You I see don't. You, you you Santa Cruz, University of California, Santa, Santa uh -huh. Cruz. You know what their mascot is? What? Banana slug. Oh, I see. It says banana slug. That's the it. woman that gets shot. No, yeah. no, it's a different girl. Oh, it. Oh, it. Yeah, different girl. I see a picture of her. Okay, I thought that was the woman that got shot. I could see. It, they well, they named this girl, but. But the. Um, see, I forgot all about this part. Oh, okay. I've, when I my watch it today, I forgot about the watch. Oh, I don't ever forget well, about the watch. Well, that's the thing about this movie. Is there's so many parts to it. You can be watching it, seen it a million times. And then you'll go, you'll think it's getting near the end of the movie. Like, well, there's more. I forgot yeah. about this. It's coming there's there. one thing I'll never forget, and that's the gimp. Yeah. I'm not, that one, I, that little score. That one just went to left field fast. That's that NSX. Woo. It's a bad car. Yeah. That, that, that scene went so far to left field, it was out of the stadium. Yeah. It was, I was like, where'd this come from? Where'd yeah. <laughs> And it, with it being, see, I, I think, I don't know if he's done every movie like that or not, but I'm pretty sure this movie was shot in sequential order. Yeah. And most of the time, directors, they don't shoot, they shoot yeah, it right. like like this, as if you were watching it. Right. Like, they, they shoot it, you know, the, depending on what they can get booked when and whatever and who they got booked for what. Well, yeah, a lot of times, the, you know, there'll be an actor, he's doing a couple of different movies, or she actors mm -hmm. doing a couple of different movies. Yeah. So they'll have them come on some some day, and they shoot all their scenes at a certain time, mm -hmm. and then they might come back for yeah. reshoots or whatever. But yeah, they they don't shoot them in order. Right. right. But I'm pretty sure that they shot this one in order that the movie takes place, and then in editing he cut it up like yeah. this. Chopped it up. 
Well, well nobody knows does... those fade to black. Yeah. Well, I mean, who? who... <laughs> I like this scene too. Talking about, talking about pigs. Yeah. yeah. But who? I'm sure there's been people that that have tried to do it since then. But it, you couldn't make sense really of of why you would even do it that way. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the allure of this movie. Yeah. It became a huge cult cult classic. Yeah. But it, because it just doesn't make sense. Why would you show the movie out of sequence? Yeah. Pigs roll around in their own filth. That's why he doesn't like them. Yeah. They, uh, well, dogs eat their own feces. You like them? Well, I don't eat dogs either. Yeah. <laughs> but a dog's got personality. Yeah. He said, well, if a pig had personality, he said, that'd have to be one. Yeah. <laughs> one heck of a MF in personality. Yeah. <laughs> this is where they start having the conversation about the spiritual yeah. aspect and all that. Yeah. And you notice every time Travolta's character gets up to go to the bathroom, something bad happens. Yeah. He goes to the bathroom. She overdoses. He goes to the bathroom. He gets killed. He goes to the bathroom. The holdup happens here. Well, have you seen what he's reading in the bathroom? Well, Did you notice that? No. He's reading a book. I saw that it, it kind of it it, zoomed it in on the book. But I, uh, well, and, and, go, and constipation is a side effect of heroin abuse. That's uh, why he's always in the bathroom. Uh, for so long. Yep. I thought I wrote it down. I guess it didn't. Oh, I got it. Or see, I'm just trying to get. No, I completely forgot that the dude did heroin. That he was on. That he's addicted oh, to yeah. heroin. And. But the. Uh, I'd like to watch this movie, in. There's in a sequ- yeah. in sequential yeah. order. I wonder if there's a cut of it out there like that. I'm sure somebody's cut it together. Yeah. Probably find it somewhere. But the uh, f- while we're on the on the Tarantino thing, is this y- is this y'all's favorite Tarantino movie? It's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, no. Glorious Bastards. Yeah. It is. It is not my favorite Tarantino movie. It's actually pretty far down the list. Wow. Okay. I like the movie. Don't yeah. Know. I really like the movie. That's one of my favorites. But it. Uh, my favorite is uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. And then uh, Django, Django Unchained. Yep. And then Kill Bill. See, I'm not. I'm not a huge Kill Bill fan. And then it's probably the, this one and Hateful Eight. I like. I like Hateful Eight, I too. haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I like Kurt Russell, though. Yeah. Hateful right. Eight is... Now, I like the... Uh, what was the one that Adam Sandler did on Netflix? Something Six? Oh, the... A ridiculous Six. Ridiculous Six. That was a funny movie. Uh, He's reading uh, Modesty Blase. It's a uh, book written by Peter O'Donnell. And uh, Tarantino's expressed interest and desire to f- to make a film of the book. Okay. <laughs> just fo- there's a whole scene right there where he's focusing on it. You know, yeah. all I mean, it was only for a, yeah. Sep- like yeah. for a few seconds. Yeah, and he helped he helped uh, make a movie and sponsor the direct the video release of the movie. My name is Modesty. Right. So that's that's the book he's reading. Right. I knew it had to mean it had to mean something because he's reading it. He's reading it in the diner. Yeah. 
he read it somewhere then he read it when, the, when he went to the bathroom here then he when he walked out the diner he had it in his hand yeah, yeah. so i knew it, it had to have so, something so now just going back to chronological chronological right here he so they leave here with the briefcase right and they that's when they go to marsalis and give it to him yes right? so in there now, now tarantino has confirmed this in there he mentions uh he meets bruce at that mm-hmm. point which he later kills him but when he goes to the heroin addict he talks about some guy keyed his car you know so you can't be sorry well tarantino has confirmed that it was bruce that keyed his car after he gave him the eyes you know staring at him being smart Still bruce left before he did yes bruce mm-hmm. left before he didn't keyed his car <laughs> <laughs> and he confirmed it so you know yeah oh did, oh did you see the easter egg about this yeah the guy's name, he says, I'm just a coffee shop. Uh, when he when he's talking right here, he's like, I'm just a coffee shop, and he cuts him off. If you go to the end credits where it gives you the each person's name and, and their character, it just says coffee shop, and it's got his name beside it. Because, Tar- you know, Tarantino was laughing when he put that in there, you know, at the end. But, yeah, he's I'm just a coffee shop. Let me see if I can go back. There it is. I should have known that. <laughs> it's only in this movie 265 times. Yeah. <laughs> According to IMDb. Oh, really? Yeah. The F word's in there 265 times. I tried to catch it anyway. I can't, but... And, but I, it, and, it, and that still has no... I think I took a screen. That's not a drop in a bucket comparison. Yeah, there, he, there he's reading it again. Yep. Because he's got it there, and he has it in the book, or has it in the toilet at uh, Bruce Willis's apartment later when he gets... Uh, Killed, or earlier. Oh, and it, and this is at first of the movie. You know, when she when they're talking, you, oh, you see, see him walk you by. see him walk by uh, before he's ever even introduced in the movie. Well, no, he actually, he, yeah, no, that's the first scene. Oh yeah, and I had to show you this too, audio medium, but it's Space Jam. This was a throwback to Pulp Fiction in Space Jam. Some people were thinking it was Men in Black. Men in Black came out in '95. Space Jam came out in '94. It's another '94 movie. But uh, oh, Space Jam was '96. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, maybe I'm wrong on that. But somebody was saying it was a Pulp Fiction reference. Mm. I like his wallet. Yeah, bad mf mm-hmm. That was Tarantino's wallet. <laughs> yeah, he owned, just like he owned the car from Kill Bill or the truck. You haven't seen Kill Bill though, have you? No. It's called the uh, <laughs> P wagon. <laughs> In big bowl, he still owns that vehicle. Mm-hmm. It says that it's drawn all over the side of it, yellow. I don't know what kind of truck it was. So like, so like the magnet and Borat. Borat. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What mm-hmm. do they install a magnet in the car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for this. <laughs> <laughs> I love Borat. I love yeah, we need to watch that. I was Man. quoting Borat today, <laughs> talking about a meme where he's like, when you're. You're on vacation and somewhere and you go into the fancy, you go into not even a fancy hotel, but you feel like, you know, just because you're away from home, you go in there and he's, it shows him, he's like, oh, look at this bed. Oh, there's a chair. Oh, I sit in the chair. Oh, I'm king in the castle. King in the castle. You go do this. Go do that. Oh, man. He starts philosophizing with him right here, don't he? 
Oh, so now he's a philosophizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw something else too. Now I, I haven't went through it to verify it, but uh, you see Vince and Mia come back with the trophy, so it's implied that they, they won. Wanted, you think? But I bet they were the only ones that got up there and danced. But it says there's a. Uh, this is just what I read. I haven't verified, but it said there's. I don't know if it's on the radio or something in there during the thing that says. The trophy got stolen, so it said they stole the trophy. They didn't win it, so oh. <laughs> they lit. Which you know, he's a heroin addict, is But I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I did too. And you got I mean, anytime you got a movie that with Travolta in it, I'm assuming that you <laughs> probably should make him dance. I just think I just think of it like this. You're talking about they did a pretty good job, but like. What if that's what we're we're seeing? What they think they look like? Oh. Just like and they're just like <laughs> just looking stupid up there. They're cracked out. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're out. all heroin and tripping out up there. Yeah, I had this movie on earlier and was watching it in the living room. Milo was playing. <laughs> I had it turned down low, but then it got to the part where she uh, she went to the bathroom at the Jackrabbit Slim and snorted more coke, and she's in the mirror with yeah, all the women, said, and she's yeah. dropped some GDs, like four yeah, or five yeah. of them there, like, yeah, and my look up, Milo's looking right up at the TV. I was like, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Influence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> oh, man. That's happened once before when she was smaller. I was watching a movie and it started dropping on my eye, and I looked and she was looking right up at the TV, and I was like, "Oh, good grief! Get it off there! Get it off there!" <laughs> Something with Billy Bob Thornton. F Daddy. What? Two hundred sixty-five times. She's already a a repeater. Oh yeah. And I said, "I said we have to watch what we say." Somebody's a little repeater, and she goes, "I'm not a Peter." <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> oh man. Yeah, it gets deep right here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're doing some thick philosophizing. I was trying to think if there's anything else we hadn't covered. I would say you know, the ending of the movie, but we don't know. Yeah. The, the, I mean, we kind of know, you know, Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Yeah. Because she comes out and she goes, where's, then she said, where's my Honda? Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she said, I had I to wreck that, that Honda, baby. That well, Honda yeah, in that same scene is where he kills Vinny. Yeah. And then he then he sees uh, Marcellus and runs over him. And they get, mm-hmm. get away from him. Then he gets the, hit. Then he gets the motorcycle and leaves. Mm-hmm. That's that should be the should be like you said the last scene of the movie. Well, it, he drives and pick, picks her up. Yeah. You know, after that. Yeah. On the motorcycle. Yeah. Where's my Honda? It was. That's the whole. Well, yeah. Because then the gimp, all that stuff should be the end. Yeah. Because he yeah saves Bing Rains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art, so he yeah. gets on the chopper and heads back to the hotel, picks her up, and rides off. Because yeah. nothing happens in the movie after that. In no, the, any uh-uh. other scene. Right. So in the because I'm guessing Marcellus after after this because see they're in these clothes because you see it's random 
It's completely random because they're in the suits at first. Yeah. And then when they go see, when Bruce Willis is visiting with Marcellus, when they come in they're, there, they're, they're in these clothes. Right. But they have the briefcase. Right. And they go over there and talk to him. Then he's talking, but he, uh, that's the night that he goes out. <laughs> uh, he takes me out. Comes back. And I'm guessing the next day, Marcellus sent him to go hunt down uh, Butch. Yeah. Bruce Willis's character. Yeah. So what they say was supposed to be the in, in chronological order, the first real scene? The first scene of the movie is Jules and Vincent Riding in the car. Riding in the car, the Royale with cheese. That's right. You see it, the first part of the diner scene right, but first. That, but that, the first part of the diner scene should have come right before <clears> this. Yes. yes. And, and then after this, they should go back and meet John DeVolta. I mean, meet... Ving Rhames. And, Marcel, and, at the, and, and, and uh, Bruce Willis. And Butch at the bar. Yeah, and then Butch will go out, key the car, <laughs> and then take off... And doesn't throw the fight. Does he? Yeah, he escapes, and that's when he goes back to the, the, that's goes to the hotel. Goes to the the oral pleasure scene. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mark tickles me when he's he's in the shower the next day. He's like, oh, my neck is stiff. I've got. And she's like, from the oral pleasures. He's like, no, you idiot, from the fight. <laughs> don't you retard? Yeah, yeah retard. don't call me retard. Yeah, don't you retard? And then you said mongoloid voice. She's saying, yeah. <laughs> they don't care. They don't make fun of everybody. They don't care. Uh, well, this was 1994. But even, I mean, he got criticized for his use of the N word in uh, Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's like. That's what they would have said back then. Yeah, and Samuel L. is a big proponent. He he's got his back every you know on on everything. Even Jamie Foxx had his back on that in that movie. Well, yeah. I feel Spike like Lee it, came out and was. I feel like if course. the actor don't want it to, if he had a problem with it, he wouldn't be in the movie. Or right. he wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, his first choice for Django. Because they like to make him be in the movie. Yeah. Right. His first choice for Django in that movie was Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, what a different movie that would have been. Well, he wanted Will Smith because he knew that Will Smith was more of a, more of a clean-cut kind of actor, you know, kind of a good guy, you know, whatever. You've, or had, has, he has that reputation. You know, Jamie Foxx is kind of a, kind of like a bad boy, I guess. You know, Will Smith's always kind of a good guy. And uh, because he thought that that would be a side of that he would play that nobody had ever seen doing a role like that. I think he turned it down. Yep. Regretted it. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Everybody that's turned down a role in a Tarantino well, movie, I'm sure, has regretted he it. He turned it down because he thought it was going to be down-talking down black people. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was a, you know, it wasn't that way. He wins. I think he, yeah. did, I think he did okay, though. Who? He did get to play Ali. Who? Wolf. Will Smith. Smith. I didn't know. I've never seen Ali. Independence Day. Oh, he's the genie yeah. in the new yeah. Aladdin movie. Let's go. Yeah. Huh? Blow chunks. Yeah. <laughs> did y'all see what Dumbo did this weekend to get off to another? It it made like thirty four million. Yeah, I think it was thirty four million. 
Man, it and it, it led the box off. Might have been sixty something million, but it didn't. Didn't do as good. Mm. So they're kind of wondering, you know, is this, you know, was Live this some action stuff? Yeah, is this what? What is the Lion King gonna do? Yeah, I would go see the Lion King before I'd see Dumbo anyway. I'm not yeah, a big Dumbo, Dumbo fan. <laughs> Tim Burton. I'm on the fence when it comes to Tim Burton. I think. Tim Burton is one of those. It's Forty-five million. He's like, they 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 had to had to hope it made more money than that. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh, excuse me, he's um, he's one of those. Um, Burton's one of those directors that's like Tarantino, who I think you you either really like his stuff or you really don't. There's really not a whole lot of middle ground. Yeah. Uh, coffee shop. Told you. <laughs> coffee shop. He <coughs> <laughs> didn't put the coffee shop on there. Long-haired, yippee scum. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about Tim Roth, like, I was just watching, you ever seen Mr. Wright? You ever seen that movie? Good movie. It's got, me and Lindsay watched it a bunch of times. It's got Anna Kendrick. Was that her name? Anna Kendrick. Pitch Perfect. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. And then, uh, What's the other guy's name? Lindsay? What? Mr. Wright. What's the other guy's name that's in that? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Hey, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. So, it, it that movie's got a really cool premise. He's like he's like a hitman that kills hitmen. But he used to be a hitman. He had like a life-changing experience. But he as he kills him, he's wearing a clown nose. You know, and he meets her, and he's just telling her... The, the whole truth the whole time she thinks he's just joking he's like oh yeah I killed a guy out in the alley a while ago you know she just thinks he's just joking well he really did you know but and then she sees him kill somebody and she freaks out he's like last time I killed somebody you freaked out are you sure you want me to do this you know but Tim Roth is the is the villain in that movie and he's like been chasing this whole time and he's he's undercover FBI but he's really a, a hitman undercover in the FBI but he's he he's talks part of it with his normal accent, and the other part he's talking like somebody from Louisiana, like Cajun almost, you know. And it's when he's playing the FBI person. But yeah, he's in. Uh, he did good in that movie. He's in that uh, seven billboards and oh three billboards. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah, <laughs> he's so. funny Tim in that Roth. movie. Tim Have Roth. you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, he's funny in that movie. Tim Roth was It's the, different. The uh, movie's not great. Yeah, yeah. But he's funny in it because he plays an idiot. I, I think I like his role. I like the way the role Woody Harrelson had, too. Yeah. Uh, Tim Roth was in, uh, he was the bad guy in Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And then he was in Abomination. Like we said earlier, Hateful Eight. Yeah, because he's the one. How do you feel, sir? Like a monster. Yeah. All right. So, did you have something you was going to say about the Avengers? Do you want to talk about that on here? Oh, no, that was about the... Uh, well, I mentioned... Well, I didn't say anything about the John Wick stuff, but uh, I was talking about the Civil War. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't Civil War. It was uh, Winter Soldier, the the tombstone Yeah, that tied back to this. And there's been tons and we can't even scratch the surface of how many references are in movies that point back to pulp fiction you know there's oh. tons 
Well, it, it, it hit like a bomb. And it's like, there's been nothing but like it before. And there's really been nothing like it since. Yeah. And it's, I can't, you can't really just say one specific thing as to why this movie is such a great movie. It's all the things that he's put together and combined from, I'll listen, if he puts out a soundtrack for a movie. Oh yeah. I'll listen to it. Yeah. This one's great. Django was one of my favorite soundtracks ever. Yeah. Speaking of soundtracks, the soundtrack for Captain Marvel in the songs that was in the movie. Mm-mm. It's just the, the, the theme, the, the theme song, the score and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, they may be one out there songs from Captain Marvel, but I thought I would have thought you could put, that be just, that soundtrack would be as good as Guardians was. It was a pretty good soundtrack, in, yeah. Maybe there will be one come out eventually, I don't know. Yeah. Funny that he puts Uma Thurman on the cover of Pulp Fiction when uh, she's just a supporting character. Yeah. I mean, you got all them characters, but supports. I mean, John Travolta was the main character. He's the only one that's in every section of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Even when he walks back behind the girl when they're t- at the very first scene, he's in pretty much every one. But they consider that. The diner no, yeah, scene. Yeah, the diner scene. He's in that. And then he's in that one. Well, the different sections. There's the gold watch, Marcellus Wallace's wife, Vincent Vega and Marcellus Wallace's wife. And he's, and he's in the gold watch because... Well, no, never mind. Yeah, well, because he gets killed in the gold watch. Well, he was in it twice, too, though, wasn't it? Because he was also at the at the arena when, the, when he didn't throw the fight and jumped and left. Him and the bartender coming there with Mr. Wallace. And right. That's when he said, "Go find him. We're gonna find him." Either he goes to Indochina. Right. You know what Indochina is? That's what they used to call Vietnam. Mm. Yeah. Before they fought in Vietnam, after Korea, they thought right. there was gonna be, be a war in Indochina. Yeah. French yeah. Indochina. Yeah. That was that was Vietnam. Because it's between. He called, it, he, called it, he called it Indochina. Or he, Indochina. If he goes to Indochina, we'll find him. Yeah. I was about to say something. There was something else I had. Seen this he's in? No, I, it was before. I, and I've lost it. Oh, well. We'll wrap it up. Because <clears throat> I think we've said about all we can say. We've talked about it all. I know it's on the list of like top 100 movies of all time right and we're doing this one at probably a pretty good timing because it once I don't know when it comes out it's once upon a time in Hollywood is his next one I'm excited to go see it yep because it's uh, Brad Pitt Leonardo DiCaprio and, yeah I'll uh, check it out oh yeah we'll probably go see that in theater but uh, uh, okay, with it. yeah, I always trust you to do this. <laughs> I just got a finger pointed at me, so that means go. No, we uh, <laughs> um, Reddit forward slash r forward slash mcmn. 
Uh, you can send us anything you want us to cover, anything you're interested in. Movies at, at manchildmovienight.com. We've got Facebook, uh, Manchild Movie Night, at Manchild Movies on Twitter, um, SoundCloud, Manchild Movie Night, iTunes. iTunes. You name it. Subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Yeah, we Stitcher, need... we Stitcher. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, it's just RSS. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anywhere you can get podcasts. Anywhere you can get podcasts, you can get us. So, uh, also, we have a website. Uh, man, tell me not. We have a website. We're on <laughs> the Google's. That's what I'm supposed to always yeah. pop that. That <laughs> the floor's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> This has been Mantile Movie Night. We're Don't done. forget anime. And anime. <laughs> There's no anime in this movie. I don't know. I don't know what to do myself. He did an anime part in Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh-oh. For Dusty and Sean, I'm Matt. Peace. Out. Peace.